What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Wednesday slash hump day, July 3rd. I want to wish all you guys a great day. want to wish all you guys a blessed and safe day tomorrow on the 4th of July. And hope all you guys are just doing good, man, and just finish out this week as strong as possible, knocking out your goals, your daily goals, and your achievements, and doing what you got to do, man. With that being said, today I want to come at you guys and talk about the players that have recently either received a max contract or a max contract extension. A max contract and a max contract extension are pretty much the same thing, but say, for instance, Ben Simmons, who was already on a rookie contract, the Philadelphia 76ers and Elton Brand just recently gave him a max offer, or excuse me, a max contract offer, so it's pretty much an extension, so they're pretty much the same thing, but it's like, if you go to another team and then sign a max contract, it's just a max contract, but if you're on one team that you were probably drafted by, and they decide to give you a max contract, that's a max contract extension, so I just want to distinguish the difference between the two terms, even though it's just a slight difference, but first of all, before I get into the actual players that got max contracts, I want to give you guys the two players that deserve max contracts, but did not take the max contract to help their friend get more money. So let's get into it. The Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving and KD, aka Kevin Durant, um, were supposed to get max contracts. I believe KD's was worth four years, $164 million. And I believe Kyrie's was worth four years, $141 million. They are not going to get that. They're going to get close to that, but they're not going to get that. They're going to get a little bit less than those contracts. So it's not officially a max contract, but it's damn near close. And they're not going to get it because they decide to take less money in order for their friend, DeAndre Jordan, to come and play for the Nets, who signed a four-year, $40 million deal. So he'll get about $10 million a year. And that's cool for them. And that's really good for DeAndre Jordan. Because honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. If I was a franchise at this point in his career, I don't think I would sign DeAndre Jordan to that much money. But... The Nets decided to. Obviously, they got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, so it's a good move for them regardless. And just shout out to KD and Kyrie for taking less money for their homie. That's what's up. That's really cool, and that's dope. So let's actually get into the players that received maximum contracts in the past less than a week or so. So let's get right into it. Starting off, I already mentioned them. Or no, we'll wait. Or no, I'll just, we'll already mention them. Whatever, we'll do it. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons received a maximum contract extension coming off of his rookie contract um, with the Philadelphia 76ers. Obviously, Elton Brand, who's done a great job ever since he stepped in as general manager for the Philadelphia 76ers. They gave Ben Simmons a five years, $168 million deal. Now, I ain't going to lie to y'all. I would not have gave Ben Simmons a max contract this early in his career, and I'll tell you why, because... Yes, Ben Simmons is a very good talent. Is he LeBron James? No. I hate when people give that comparison, but he's not LeBron James. But he has some of LeBron's attributes, whether it's passing, setting up teammates for easy buckets, getting them open shots, getting them better looks, whatever the case may be, um, rebounding, defense. He's really good at all that. Pushing the pace and transition when he has the ball. He's good for all that. My biggest concern and everybody's biggest flaw for him is his jumper. And not even the fact that he is not taking shots oh yeah that's the main thing is that he's not even taking shots and and not even that actually it's the fact that i feel like he's not working on his jumper throughout the off season he's been in the league for i think two seasons now or three seasons or he's been in the league for three seasons now for sure i think he's only played two though his first year he was hurt but so he's pretty much going on his fourth season in the nba and he hasn't taken much strides in his jumper 
And like I said, I don't know what it is. I don't know if he needs to switch hands. I don't know what the case may be, but he needs to do something. Like he has to be, I'm not even saying he has to be a lethal three-point shooter or anything like that, but he should at least be attempting floaters. He should at least be attempting little mid-ranges from 10 to 15 feet. Something like, come on now, Ben, like you got to be better than that. And they still gave him a max contract just because his talent is through the roof. I will not discredit him for that. His talent is very good. He is a once in a generational player, but that little flaw, even though they were close, the Sixers, they were close to getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, courtesy of the Kawhi Leonard game winner. He doesn't really need it, but now he needs it more than ever because even though the Sixers are really good with Josh Richardson, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris on a max contract too, we'll talk about in a second, and um, Al Horford, you still got to show us that you can be some type of an effective scorer. But like I said, he has earned the money. I think, you know, my only problem with Ben is just that he hasn't taken any strides throughout the summers that he's been in the league. He's, like I said, he's going on to his fourth season in the league. That means he's had three summers and you still have not shown us that you can even attempt a mid-range jumper. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if he needs to work on his mental side of basketball because basketball is very much so mental, but he needs to work on it. But at the end of the day, trust me when I tell you this, I'm happy for any black man to get the money that they deserve. And Ben Simmons deserves this money. The Sixers did the right move. Even though I say I think it is premature, but – Eventually, he was going to get max contract anyway because the Sixers love him. He's built for Philly. It's the right place for him. Him and Joel Embiid will be a, a great duo for years to come. So that's Ben Simmons. Sticking with the Sixers, let's just stay with the Sixers. Might as well. Um, Tobias Harris. Tobias' contract is worth five years, $158 million. So shout out to Tobias for getting his money. Um, obviously, you know, the biggest questions going into the free agency summer for the Sixers was, can they keep Jimmy Butler? and Tobias Harris and give them both max contracts. And if they did that, they weren't going to really be able to extend um, Ben Simmons and give him his max contract this early. So Ben Simmons should be thanking Jimmy Butler for leaving, who we'll talk about in a minute too. But Tobias is an interesting case too because he didn't really – Tobias is a talent. Do not get it twisted. He was a 20 points per game score playing for the Los Angeles Clippers. Doc Rivers really had him playing well for the Clippers. And I do not blame the Sixers for giving him this money. But he, at the same time, did not have his best playoff performance. I don't know if this, I don't think this was Tobias' first go-round in the playoffs, but he struggled, and he struggled heavily. And we're going to see how he looks next year. Um, I think he'll be better, though, because I actually like Tobias Harris. I really do. But this playoff, this postseason, his shot was just not falling. It was very inconsistent. If he were to give the Sixers more consistency, Throughout these playoffs that just passed, I think they would have been in the finals. Honestly, if you ask me, they would have been in the finals. But it is what it is. But, yes, he is young. He is barely headed into his prime. I forgot how young he is. I want to say he's somewhere around 26, 27. And so he's barely touching his prime. He's just scraping his prime. So the Sixers did the right thing by keeping him. Obviously, with losing Jimmy Butler, that hurts. But Tobias Harris is a talent nonetheless. You cannot you cannot deny his talent at all. He's a bucket getter. He's like six seven, six eight, can guard multiple positions. And he low-key, he's becoming a pretty good playmaker. He really developed in that area of his game while or during this past season with the 76ers. So shout out to Tobias for getting his contract. Like I said, his contract is worth five years, $158 million. So moving on, we already talked about him, my favorite player in the league, Jimmy 
Buckets signed with the Miami Heat, which I won't say it came as a surprise, but it definitely came out of the blue. And I'll tell you, it didn't really, or I don't even know how to say it, but it wasn't necessarily a surprise because once he actually originally informed the Timberwolves that he wanted to be traded away from Minnesota, the Miami Heat were on his list of destinations. He wanted to go to play for a major city in a major market. And so I thought, you know, the, the Heat had a chance, but I didn't think it was set in stone. And pretty much the first day free agency opened, Jimmy was headed down to South Beach or the 305, and he signed a contract with the Miami Heat. And it was a signing trade, so they signed. Obviously, he had to sign to Philly. They traded him to Miami. And in return, the Sixers got Josh Richardson, who was going to be a good player for them. But sticking with the Heat, though, Jimmy's contract, I said already, is four years, $141 million. I didn't say it already, but four years, $141 million. And finally, uh, you guys should know by now, I am a diehard Jimmy Butler fan. I am a fan of whatever team Jimmy Butler goes to because I love Jimmy Butler. I love how he plays. He's a two-way player. He's one of the best two-way players in the league. He's probably top three or four. Um, after like Kawhi, KD, and LeBron, and maybe somebody else. But um, you got to look at Jimmy Butler. He is an elite defensive player. He can literally guard all five positions. Yes, he can guard centers. He can guard point guards. And obviously, he's good at defending his own position. On the offensive end, I knew Jimmy Butler was elite. I forgot what game it was, but he was a member of the Chicago Bulls. The game was pretty much ugly for him. The first three quarters, he scored two points two points only two points he finished that game with 17 points and i think he hit the game winner he had 15 points alone in the fourth quarter and that's when i knew jimmy butler was going to be a problem in this league for years to come and that's why he's my favorite player because i knew from his days in chicago he was a dog because he used to get into fights he used to scrape i remember he used to love and praise guarding LeBron he used to take that and run with it he used to have so much fun with guarding LeBron James it was his mission to go out and stop LeBron James even though necessarily he didn't always do that but he definitely plays LeBron probably after Kawhi Leonard he's probably the best defender for LeBron James and so like I said Jimmy I'm just glad I just hope for Jimmy because he's my favorite player I'm a fan of the Miami Heat now I just hope that he stays and finishes his career with this good Miami Heat organization, even though they have some cap space problems. Their roster isn't necessarily that good right now, but Pat Riley is a legend, Hall of Famer. He's one of the best to do it. Um, Eric Spolster, obviously we already know he won rings with LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Boss. He was the head coach back then, still is. And I think this is just the right place for Jimmy um, to finish his career out. And I, hopefully he does. I don't want him to, I don't want to see him play for us, another team. I want to see him finish his career out as a Miami Heat. And he's pretty much getting the torch from D Wade. And it's funny because they both went to the University of Marquette up in Wisconsin. And so now they're down to the 305. And, you know, he's not going to be Dwayne Wade, but he's definitely a good piece to have post Dwayne Wade era. So shout out to Jimmy for finally getting his money that he has more than deserved. So next, we have Damian Lillard. Dame signed a contract, uh, max contract, excuse me, with the Blazers extension for four years, $196 million. And this is more than deserving. We all know ever since Dame has come out of college at Weber State, a small school in Montana, and moved on to the NBA level, ever since he hit that game winner to sink the Rockets, 
he has done nothing but exceed expectations. And even before that, he was exceeding expectations. And so this, we already should have known was coming. The Blazers were smart to do it now because he deserves it. And he's only, ever since he's put on that Blazers uniform for the first time, he's only put on a show and he's only given his heart, blood, sweat, and tears to the Blazers organization. And honestly, if he's not already one of the best trailblazers of all time, he's definitely on his way. And I think, you know, he's up there with the Scotty Pimpins, the Clyde Drexlers, the Brandon Roy's, I think he's already up there with those, if you ask me. The LaMarcus Aldridge's, I think he's up there already, if you ask me. I think he's a, a Blazers legend. And so Portland did the right move by signing Dame to a contract extension. Like I said, he's one of the best point guards in the NBA, if you ask me. Honestly, a lot of you guys might not agree with me when I say this, but I think he's better than Steph Curry, honestly. He has the same amount of range, and this is not me putting down Curry, but he has the same amount of shooting range, except he's more athletic, and he's more athletic, excuse me, and... Not only that, but he's a lot more clutch than Steph Curry. But that's just my personal opinion. You guys don't have to agree with me, but it is what it is. I'm not here to always agree with you guys. It's good to disagree. But like I said, Dame, rightfully so, has earned his money. I'm glad he got his money at the end of the day because, like I said, he deserved it. Moving on, though. This one, I'm not going to like, kind of, sort of surprised me a tad bit. And let's get right into it. It's Kristaps Porzingis, a.k.a. The Unicorn signed a five-year, $158 million deal with the Dallas Mavericks. Now, Mark Cuban took a little bit of a gamble with this, and I feel like he had to give him the max contract because if he did not give Porzingis the max contract, he might have left. I don't know what contract he was on when the Knicks traded him to the Mavericks, so I don't know if it was just a one-year or two-year deal or whatever the case may be left on his contract, but... Porzingis has not played a single game for the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know the exact injury that he dealt with this past season um, that actually, I believe, sidelined him the entire year, but it's kind of a gamble. But I think it's a good situation for Porzingis. I think Porzingis is a definitely a once-in-a-lifetime talent. It's the reason they call him the unicorn. He's a seven foot two shot blocker. He can score from anywhere. He can post you up. He can do whatever he wants, literally. The game to him comes easy. He doesn't really have a lot of athleticism, but at 7'2", he doesn't really need it because he's pretty much already at the rim standing. And so he's a talent. Like I said, he's definitely a really good complimentary piece for Luka Doncic. Like Jimmy Butler to Dwayne Wade, he is definitely a good piece to have for the post-Mavericks-Dirk era. And so I, you know, I question it a little bit, but I think Porzingis is going to be really good for the Dallas Mavericks. So shout out to Porzingis for getting his money. Um, and yeah, man. Moving on, the Milwaukee Bucks gave a contract extension, or no, not a contract extension, actually, he was a, I believe he was a free agent this season, or this summer, excuse me, um, but they gave a max contract to Chris Middleton, they gave him a five-year, $178 million deal to stay in Milwaukee and set put with this year's MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, I like this, and I'm not a big Chris Middleton fan. It's not a lot of them out there, if you ask me, unless they're probably Bucks fans. But Chris Middleton does deserve a max contract. Anywhere else, I might say maybe he deserves a max contract. But for the Bucks, he deserves a max contract because he plays his butt off. He's a really good defensive player. He really guards a lot of multiple positions. Offensively, he is the perfect piece with Giannis Antetokounmpo, excuse me, with Giannis. I'm just say Giannis because I struggle saying his last name. But he's a good piece to have with Giannis because he spaces the floor with his shooting. 
he can create his own shot when Giannis can't create his own shot sometimes. I'm not saying Giannis can't at all, but sometimes, you know, with, with his lack of jump shooting, Giannis needs to pass the ball, obviously. And so Chris Middleton is that space floor, is that space creator that the Bucks need. And keeping him long-term is exactly what Milwaukee needed to do. And honestly, I think, you know, they're going to be a duo that's a reckon to mess with or a force that's reckoned to mess with for years to come. And Milwaukee did the right thing, honestly, if you ask me. Like I said, five years, $158 million. Chris Middleton has deserved that. He's put all the work in. He's earned everything that he's gotten so far. And I feel like he's only got more to accomplish. So, All right, so moving on. Next, we have Jamal Murray. Um, Jamal Murray actually just signed a max contract extension with the Denver Nuggets for five years, $170 million, and he deserved this. Um, I feel like the Nuggets are going to eventually have to sign a couple max contracts, obviously to Jamal Murray and then to Nikola uh, Jokic, the Joker, but Jamal Murray deserved this. Um, he had a, definitely had a really good playoff run this year. This year. They, um, they ended up losing to the Blazers in seven games in the second round of the playoffs, but Jamal is definitely a good player. He's kind of a, they run him at the point guard, but to me, he's more of a shooting guard because honestly, if you ask me, Jokic is the point guard for that team just because he's an elite level passer, but Jamal Murray is an elite level scorer. He is talented and he can shoot the three. He can hit the mid range. His crossover is nice. He can finish through contact. He can dunk over people. Um, and he has some clutch free throws throughout the year. And um, he's just ultimate talented and the Nuggets pretty much had no choice. He's honestly... After Jokic, I think he is the face of the franchise. I think he's going to be a nice cornerstone piece. I think you have to keep those two together along with Gary Harris for as long as you can. Those three players right there are the main nucleus of the Denver Nuggets. And so they had no choice but to sign Jamal Murray to a max contract. He's more than deserved it. And just an overall good move for the Nuggets. So next, moving on real quick, Klay Thompson. The Warriors, obviously, Dub Nation. Had to re-sign the Splash Brothers. Um, they haven't re-signed Steph. Steph is going to be up next year for a max contract. But for now, they were able to sign Clay, who was one of the main free agents in, during the summer. Um, they signed Clay to a five-year, $190 million deal. Um, obviously, Clay will not be um, playing for a majority of the season next season with the ACL injury. But Clay Thompson has more than deserved. If anybody on this list, I think Klay Thompson has earned his max contract from his rightful team more than anybody because one, obviously he has multiple championships with the Warriors. Two, he's durable. And yes, he just got injured with the ACL injury, but Klay has barely missed any games since he's been a part of the Golden State Warriors since I believe he was drafted in 07, 08, I think. And so, or maybe it was 09, but Clay has been probably, I think he's probably played the most games out of the majority of the Warriors players because, you know, Curry's always had a couple, like, ankle injuries and whatnot. Maybe Draymond has played a little bit more games than him, but Clay's just durable. And so we all know he's one of the best two-way players in the league. Obviously, he's a top-10 shooter, probably top-five shooter of all time, if you ask me. Um, and so, like I said, the Warriors had no choice, literally you got to keep the Splash Brothers together for as long as possible because with them, you have a championship nucleus. Even though they lost Kevin Durant, you're still contenders. You might not necessarily be the favorites anymore like you were when you had KD, but you're still contenders. And we we all hope Clay gets a speedy and full recovery. And, you know, like I said, five years, $190 million. Great move for Clay, great move for his family, and great move for the Warriors. So shout out to Clay. Moving on. Sticking with the Warriors, this was an interesting one that kind of surprised 
majority of the NBA world, and that's D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell was involved in the sign-and-trade deal with Kevin Durant. Obviously, KD went to the Brooklyn Nets, so that means the um, oh, excuse me, the Nets sent D'Angelo Russell to the Warriors, and so the Warriors actually signed him to a four-year, $117 million max deal, which is interesting because D'Lo had a very good season this past year. Obviously, he led the Nets to the playoffs where they lost to the Sixers in, I believe, five games, but he still had a very good year. With that young team, he was the best player easily. Um, really good passer, really good pick-and-roll dude, really good in ISO situations, coming off screens especially, effective with both hands, and D'Lo is just a really good player. But the interesting thing about this is this, is that the Warriors do not plan on keeping D'Angelo Russell long-term is what I've been hearing. They only keep they only signed D'Angelo Russell for the absence of Klay Thompson, which is very interesting and makes sense though because without Klay Thompson, the Warriors they're down and they're out bad. Like just with Steph and, and Draymond, they're a decent team, but they're not nearly the team that they were last year. And so without Klay, obviously you get a little bit worse. But signing D'Lo definitely softens the blow by a lot because D'Lo is a very good player, and I've seen a lot of people saying that D'Lo is gonna struggle playing in the Warriors offense, but if you know how to play basketball, you should thrive in the Warriors offense because Steve Kerr, honestly, he just runs a lot of down screens, a lot of back screens, and he gets his players in spots where they need to be, and D'Angelo Russell should fit right in nicely, even though, like I said, he'll probably only end up playing maybe not even half a year for the Warriors. He might play the full season. Well, that's yet to be determined, obviously, but I don't think he'll be a member of the Golden State Warriors after this year. And it's going to be interesting to see where he lands. So stay, definitely stay tuned for that. But like I said, they signed him to a max contract. So whatever he does, they're probably going to end up trading him and getting a lot more assets to the Warriors. So it was kind of a smart move for Bob Myers and Steve Kerr and company for the Warriors. Lastly, we already touched on this one in a podcast I did a couple days ago. But let's just get back to it. And that's Kemba Walker signing a max contract deal with the Boston Celtics. The deal is four years, $140 million. So he'll be making a little bit over $10 million a year. I mean, excuse me. Yeah, no, I'm tweaking. He'll be, he'll be making definitely a lot more than $10 million a year. But um, Kemba to the Celtics is interesting. Um, Kemba, like I said, he's not Kyrie Irving, but he's probably the next best, best thing. Kind of like how Klay Thompson and D'Angelo Russell are. No, D'Lo is not Klay Thompson, but he's definitely the next best thing for the Warriors. And it's kind of the same thing with Kemba. Kemba's not Kyrie, but I honestly think he's going to fit in a lot better than what Kyrie did for the Celtics. And why do I say that? It's because Kemba, as good as he is at scoring the ball, as good as his crossover is, his handle is, is one of the best in the league, if not the best. Um, he's more of a passer than Kyrie. And no, Kyrie, or and yes, Kyrie did average more assists than Kemba this past year, but that's because Kemba, the role he was in in Charlotte, he had no option but to score because he was surrounded by a whole bunch of young players like Miles Bridges, Dwayne Bacon, Malik Monk, and those guys. Kyrie was surrounded by a plethora of talent from Jason Tatum to Marcus Smart to Jalen Brown to Gordon Hayward to Al Horford. He had options. Kemba didn't necessarily have that luxury to pass the ball to those type of players, but now that he's kind of with them, even though the Celtics lost Al Horford, which is a major loss, if you ask me, it's almost as big as, it probably is a little bit bigger of a loss to me than Kyrie Irving is for the Celtics, but Kemba is going to be really good. I'm excited to see Kemba for a playoff contending team. I'm excited to watch him in the playoffs come this time next year. He's going to be dynamic for the Celtics. He's going to fit in real smoothly. 
Danny Ainge, Brad Stevens, and those guys up there in Boston were smart as hell to get Kemba Walker to commit to the Boston Celtics because at this point in his career, I believe he's headed into his ninth season in the NBA. Kemba just wants to win a championship ring. He wants to be part of a winning team. He was tired of being in Charlotte. I or I wouldn't say he was tired of being in Charlotte, but I, I guess he was tired of not being able to win in Charlotte and not being surrounded by better players in Charlotte. And so with him being in Boston, I think, you know, the Celtics are going to be one of the best teams in the East. I think right now they're probably the second best team in the East after the Philadelphia 76ers. But Kemba's definitely going to be a good player, and I'm excited to see him on a playoff contending team. So shout out to Kemba Walker, man. With that being said, that is all of the players who have either received max contracts or max contract extensions for the net or for the um, past couple of weeks. And so I think the only person that will get a max contract after these guys is Kawhi Leonard. And obviously Kawhi's decision as has yet to be uh, seen or named or whatever the case is with that. So we will see um, when that does happen. When he does announce, I will definitely be doing a podcast on that, man. So with that being said, Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. This has been another episode of the Kebo Bands Who's Podcast. Y'all have a good rest of your day. Peace, love, and blessing.